Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Ben. And I'm Scott. And today, Ben, we got something pretty cool to talk about. I'll say. Yeah. I mean, you probably got it from the title, right? Uh, I think so. Anyone who hasn't read the title, Wall of Death. Oh yeah, the Wall of Death. Yeah. This is, uh, this is completely unusual. This mm. is really something that you might still be able to find something like this somewhere out there in the world right now. In if fact, you're very lucky. Well, if you're lucky, yeah. Yeah, because there's very few around. We'll, we'll talk about how diminished this, uh, this Wall of Death mm. has become. But, um, really, this is cool. I like, I like this a lot. You know, I yeah. like the auto thrill shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked about those, the, mm. old, the old, uh, Oh, what was the name of it? Um, oh, uh, it's not the Evil Knievel one, but you're talking about the one where the cars go up on one side yeah. and drive by each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come up with it. I'm, I can't thrill believe- show. It's something thrill. Joey Chitwood. Joey Chitwood. Joey Chitwood's auto thrill show. Yeah, yeah. So um, similar to that, only we're talking about motorcycle auto thrill show here. So mm. this is another motorcycle topic. How about that? Yeah. Hey, guys. I know. And we listen. Gets cars into it right at the end, though. So that's kind of cool, too. Right, so people who hate motorcycles, just stay tuned. So before this, had you ever heard of the Wall of Death? I had not. I had heard of similar things. Yeah. And I've actually seen a similar What would you see? I saw a, uh, let's see, I went to the circus several years ago, and I saw a motorcycle act that was act that was riveting, dude, because I thought they were going to die. Mm-hmm. And there were, uh, it started with one cyclist inside a metal sphere. And, uh, this cyclist started going faster and faster so that the, the force, the centrifugal force kept him in to the edge, the inside edge of the sphere. And then they added another guy and then someone else. And then mm-hmm. at the end, there were like four to six people, I think, yeah. zipping around. Yep. And, uh, I was honestly relieved when they got out. 
Yeah. I was I was ready for some clowns or something. It's tense, isn't it? It was it was a tense moment. Yeah. I've seen one at I've seen one just like that in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh it's one of these uh variety shows. Yeah. And they put five people in. And I guess that's a big deal to put five people in. It's huge. It's yeah. uh it's a big deal because of the shape of the thing and just how much clearance there is for everybody. Because they're not that big. And the way they did it was they got four going, they brought in the fifth, and then they, you know, Somehow work the fifth guy into the, the routine, however they're spinning it. And they're going in all different directions. Yeah. And, uh, it's, the timing is perfect on this, you know, so that they don't collide with each other. Um, and they turn the lights off and they had the, uh, the headlights from the, the motorcycles going and that was it. So they're in the dark doing that, right? And this is, this goes back to an earlier podcast we did about precision drivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar. This, this is a very similar thing. But now, Scott, I understand that you're actually familiar with the old school thing, what we're talking, what we're talking about is the more modern equivalent, the sphere of death, right? Yeah, that's right. But what this podcast is about is the old school, and I would say, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, way more dangerous. You know, I think so. Wall of death. And it's still around. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what's kinda cool about this, but it's, uh, it's in limited, limited availability at this point, really. Uh, this goes all the way back to, as far as we know, around 1911. Coney Island, right? Yeah, Coney Island. That's right. Luna Park, uh, Coney Island. They had something called the Motordrome. Mm-hmm. And the Motordrome was, it, it was just a, it was a looped oval, uh, board track, I guess, that, mm-hmm. that motorcycles used to ride on. And the idea was that, you know, they're fast and they're, they're on this wooden board track that, that's, that's circular, but not, now what we're talking about with the wall of death, which is vertical walls. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was they, they took the, the looped wall or the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the motordrome idea and they've added a wall fixture to it. So it looks like, uh, imagine like a, a barrel. Yeah. Standing up and perfect, perfect they're, description. They're driving on the inside of the barrel, if you can imagine that. Um, so that they're perpendicular to the ground. Is that the right way? Perpendicular yeah, to the ground? Perpendicular. Yeah. They're, they're driving in a, uh, horizontal position up mm-hmm. a vertical wall. If you can imagine that. So they start out on the floor of this thing. Yes. And they, and they go from, you know, they go in there, they coast in, they go full stop and they go, they start ramping up to what would you say about 30 miles maybe? I, you know, I don't know the speeds that it's required. I mean, I think it varies by vehicle. It probably does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and oh yeah. And keep in mind, this is why this is so cool in 1911. We're all even this day and age, even if you've never ridden a motorcycle, you're in their mind, you're unreasonably jaded because motorcycles, when they can't like in 1911, man, motorcycles are like iPods. They're crazy. Awesome. Yeah. They're cool factors in the stratosphere. You know, everybody and their daredevil redheaded cousin wants one. And, uh, now on top of that already cool factor, they've just decided to combine a little bit of frankly, um, Incredibly dangerous. Oh, sure. This is stunt work. When they say death defined, this is death defined. This is statistically death defined. Let me tell you, this thing, I mean, when, when we're talking about, you know, they're not just going up on a little wall that, you know, is maybe the size of the room that you're in right no, now. No, no. We're talking, these walls, I mean, from the pictures that I'm looking at from, you know, Coney Island and, and other times mm-hmm, throughout history, mm-hmm. these walls are 30 feet tall, 40 feet tall, and they're getting up near the top of these on motorcycles. Completely vertical. I'm sorry, horizontal. Completely and horizontal. Here's my favorite part, Scott. Where's the audience? Uh, <laughs> the audience is standing around the top on a rickety platform that that surrounds the wall of death. So it's really weird. They're looking down into the barrel, if you will. Yes. At these motorcycles um, as they spin around, around. Of course, you know they need to maintain speed to go to to 
keep on the wall. Keep that centrifuge effect. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're being forced against the wall, you know, just by their speed alone. So if they let up at all, they're, they're gonna drop. They're gonna just, you know, gravity's gonna take over. They're gonna ooh, fall right down this ooh. 40 foot wall. And, uh, you know, that's the name. But really, I mean, there've been some accidents, you know, some low speed accidents. I've right. seen some photos here of, of, you know, small little, like, almost like micro cars. They look like little tiny race cars yeah. that, that they started using aside from motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And, um, like bigger than a go kart, but smaller than a normal road car. And, um, they started using things like that in these shows and they started doing tricks in the vehicles as they're going around on the wall, you know, like, hands free and then you know here's my hands and my feet and uh, <laughs> now i'm going to turn completely backwards in the car or, yeah. on, the, or on the motorcycle mm-hmm. and uh, this to me is just amazing i mean i i can't imagine being that high up just force holding you against the motorcycle now that's being held against the wall mm-hmm. and you could just drop off i mean the driving skills involved alone are quite impressive yeah exactly but the thing about these that has been these are these are wooden structures Yes, these are thank not, you for saying yeah, that. We, yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. I don't think these are the, well, we mentioned barrels, but yeah. they're not like big steel walls. You know, and I guess wood has the benefit of having the traction, of course, unless it's wet. But, um, you know, these things are, are made of, looks like two by fours. I mean, they're just made out yeah. of planks and plywood and, you know, just kind of stuff thrown together, it looks like. Now, the one in Coney Island was a, a little more professional looking. You know, it was a little right. more, uh, I don't know, looks like a little more metered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was well put together. I'm looking at some photos here of some of these, uh, some of these that are from around the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this one, where is this one? This one is in, um. Is that the one on the East Coast? <laughs> no, this one. Oh. <laughs> where is this one? Ah, uh, shoot. I can't find the name. Anyways, it's, um, it, it says that it's assembled on the spot, taken down after the carnival is done. So this is just yeah. a carnival attraction. It's event. mobile. It's mobile. And I think this is in India, to, oh, to be honest wow. with you. Okay. Um, Maybe not. Anyways, um, it's it's just made of rickety, dried up wood, according to the uh, the reporter here, which Ouch. is just somebody you know, on vacation, right? And they right. snapped this photo with a yeah. you know cell phone. Um, it there are three motorcycles on the wall, and one looks like a compact car on the wall in a vertical position. And this thing, like I said, it's assembled on site at a carnival, so you can Ooh. imagine the quality of this thing. And it's all dried out, rickety looking wood. And there again, there's people crowded around the top of it. I mean, hundreds of people. Crowded around this thing because it's big. It's uh, it's fifty feet across, maybe sixty feet mm-hmm. across, and uh, again, thirty feet tall. Um, I just I don't understand how this whole thing holds together. I really yeah. don't. It's it's kind of like the the mystique of the uh, the wooden roller coasters. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just think that they're going to shatter, but uh, they're pretty solid. Tell me right? about it, man. Have you ever watched a wooden roller coaster when the car goes over the track? Yeah, I love you, wooden roller coasters. You hear that kind of. Yeah, you can see it flex, but that's built in the design. It is, and it's ingenious design, too. I mean, there's a reason that people built Wall of Death, uh, or built dromes, I guess they would call them. There's a reason people built these dromes out of wood, and it wasn't, it was, I think, uh, there was definitely a factor involved with the affordability of materials, Mm -hmm. but uh, also the flexibility can be invaluable. Oh, true. Yeah, Um, that's right. And it's funny that you mention how that drone in India was taken apart and put together, or excuse me, strike that, put together and taken apart yeah. for, uh, for each, each, uh, exhibition because I checked up with a group called the California Hell Riders and they are, um, from what I found here, one of the few remaining wall of death acts and they're, they're a family act. Uh, and they're still around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. To my knowledge. Um, 
one of only, according to my sources, one of only three acts left in the U.S. Unbelievable. And they have a they have a system for their drone. It requires them to. It takes nine hours to put it together, and it takes four hours to take it down. Hmm. And you know that sounds like a long, a long amount of work. You know? Really? Yeah. See, now like you know what? Time. I have the opposite hmm. view of this. Like you, you're going to put this thing up in nine hours, and I'm going to drive a car on it in a vertical position. That's your idea. I'm, I'm in a horizontal position yeah. on a vertical. I keep getting mixed up with how to say this, but okay. I'm going to drive a car on a on a vertical wall in nine hours on a structure that you just put together in a carnival parking lot. No, no, they, it takes nine hours to put it together, and then they do a show every hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm still saying like I think this thing should be built out of metal. I think it should be uh, reinforced. I think it should be Concrete checked out. Concrete posts going exactly. 20 feet into the I want, ground. I want the inspection stickers all over it. <laughs> you want somebody to come by. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I, I definitely, I commend uh, these daredevils, and I do think daredevil is the correct word, but uh, even if I spent the time with it, there's a very specific set of driving skills here uh, that you see in play, and they are different from racing skills. They're different from... Um, they're, they're similar to stunt driver skills, but here's the one. This, um, this comes from Sandra D, who is a member of the California Hellriders, and she made a really good point. She said, and I'm quoting here, um, the first time you ride the wall, you get tunnel vision. You can only see things right in front of you. And after a while, you can train your body not to get dizzy. If you get dizzy on carnival rides that spin you around, you probably cannot do this. And that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's a natural reaction. She doesn't mention that pretty much everybody, due to the way our inner ears work, gets very dizzy on carnival rides. Yeah, it happens. I mean, and you're so talking a about specific skill she has. They're going awful quick around these things. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not going slow. It requires they're going some speed. like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, they need some speed to stay up on the walls. Yeah. I mean, you'll see in the photos, these are, these are really strange photos because here's a wooden wall with people standing on the top. Mm-hmm. Here's a car in a position that's unnatural, really. Mm-hmm. It's unnatural. It's stuck to the wall. And uh, you got to remember that that's a photo of somebody going 40 miles an hour mm-hmm. on wood that's probably not braced all that well from behind. No. With people standing on top of it. Yeah. Um, a driver that's fighting, you know, th- this dizzy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everything just has to be right. He has to, he has to enter, he has to approach the wall the right way, and he has to exit the wall the right way. Otherwise, this is all coming down. And just like a video game, he has the ability to rack up points defined in this yeah. scenario by people who lean over the edge of the wall with money. And oh. you see, you see these pictures of somebody reaching out with cash and the, and the driver, uh, she or he will be trying to grab it. Very nice. Apparently. Very nice. I, I haven't seen this happen, but the still photographs I've seen look like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some videos of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, one quick thing before yeah. I want to get too far here. Yeah. What initially drew me to this was I saw this thing called um, I, I thought I thought it was called like uh, the Wall of Death with a Lion, and I thought what the heck <laughs> is right. that? So I so I look at this picture uh-huh. and it's from you know the the early 1900s. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly when, but I mean the heyday of this was around the 1930s. So I'm going to say peak, yeah. I'm going to say that's the, that, that is the peak around um, and the dress in these photos looks like that about 1930, and the car looks like a race car of the day, mm-hmm. but it's very small. It's a smaller car, um, small. According to then, there's a sidecar with a full-grown lion in it on the wall of death <laughs> and a woman driver. And 
this was the attraction is that, you know, you've got these female drivers that have stage names, you know, like, you know, kind of crazy stage sure. names. Sort of like, uh, like, I guess roller derby like stage Like roller names. derby. Yeah. Like and sudden death or and something. And these, these, these women are riding in these race cars with sidecars with lions. And the real, I mean, real tame lions that are there that, Come on, you're making a lion dizzy. I wonder if the lion a, was dizzy. I mean, it's in this loud environment with people yeah. whizzing by. It's it's so unnatural. But you know, the the weird thing is that like uh, you know, this is one of the the top attractions at the carnivals of the day, or you know, the the mm-hmm. amusement parks where these things happen. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, you know, I mentioned that it's the it was the heyday of the uh, of the the Wall of Death. And did you know that in the 1930s there were hundreds of these that were traveling around the nation in shows around the world, I guess, yeah. um, in shows. And uh, as we mentioned, in, in 2008, um, there were only three left. Yeah, and so we actually, 2008 was the latest information I could get. So I don't know if all three of those are extant. This but. reminds me of the uh, the cars that were on the tether cars. Remember the yeah. The, uh, yeah. Remember there were hundreds of those in in mm-hmm. the heyday of the sport as well. And uh, they're down to I think they're down to one. And we yeah we wouldn't have even known about like one of our listeners wrote in on tether cars. Yeah, exactly. And hit us to the game. Exactly. And we just stumbled along on this uh, this wall of death thing. And mm-hmm. uh, really, there's some outstanding. I'm going to mention a website. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. Um, this is, comes from uh, I think it's Dark Roasted, right? Dark, yeah, that's right. Dark Roasted Blend, right? Yeah, that's it. Dark Roasted Blend. And if you search for Wall of Death, mm. um, you're going to come up with this fantastic it's post. Great photos that has I, there must be twenty photos here. I'm Probably guessing around, um, and you'll see the uh, you know the old posters that that you know promote this type of thing, mm-hmm. which are really cool. And then you're going to find some of these lion photos that I mentioned and some of the original Coney Island shots. Mm-hmm. Um, just some really funny stuff. You'll see some accident photos yeah. of uh, you know, the car that rolled over on the lady, but she's all right. She's, she's all, right. all right. But uh, it looks looks terrible, but you know she apparently did something wrong there. And uh, just some good, good photos from mm-hmm. the heyday of, of the Wall of Death. And then it moves on to the Sphere of Death, like you and I are familiar with. Yeah, and let's let's also point out the one of the reasons that the these acts lost popularity. One of the reasons that they were popular to begin with uh, was the the dangerous nature. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually so dangerous that spectators, as well as performers, were injured or, in some cases, killed. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, I would argue this led to what we saw as kind of the decline, because you can only have so many spectators be injured until mm-hmm. before people start going or uncle sam notices you know i don't think there's any legal action against them but yeah. i do see the decline based on that oh, i think you're right yeah just uh it's just one of those like you know the carnival rides that were just too dangerous to continue on oh, yeah you've seen those right the yeah. old uh, coney island type stuff that, you and i are old enough that we've probably been on those. oh my gosh some of those were nuts and and you know they they hung around for a while but just too many people were becoming injured or were killed mm-hmm. on these things and uh you know it's just no way to keep it around hey one quick thing i want to mention before we uh, wrap up on this one yeah lay it on me um maybe two things two things yeah two things lay it on gonna, me. okay first one is um i you know, I like to poke around on YouTube and find out what I can see for each one of these topics that we do, right? That's true. And, um, you know, for the wall of death, there is an imitator out there, someone who has built their own wall of death. And, uh, I think it's a, a university, maybe a frat, you know, fraternity type thing. Wow. I, I just wish I had the detail because I'd quickly looked at it. Mm-hmm. They made it all out of plywood and it's enormous, this structure that they made. And I don't have much background to it or mm-hmm. context to it, but I saw them try it on a moped. And the initial oh, attempt no. failed. Oh. The second attempt was successful. The, the initial attempt, when they went up onto the uh, the lower 
plywood, you know, the, the yeah, slanted. Yeah, which has a different slope. Yeah, it has a different slope so that you can get onto the ramp, you know, the vertical part. Um, every one of the boards was breaking with the weight and the force of the, of the rider and the, and the moped. Okay. Uh, okay. So that gives you an idea of the structure. It's plywood. That, yeah, exactly. And that gives you the, the idea of, you know, the strength necessary to hold up a, a motorcycle and a, and a person or a, or a car even. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this, this moped and this rider, Broke every single piece of, of uh, plywood on the way around and continued to go and worked oh. their way just barely up onto the vertical surface and then fell and oh, uh, badly cut his hand. Um, the next attempt, they tried to up the horsepower in the uh, in the moped by adding a different head to it and successful. They were able to get more speed, mm-hmm. able to get up on the wall. He made several attempts, you know, several yeah. rounds and uh, and came down and, and he landed. It landed, landed and, it? and okay. later. They show the same person climbing out of this thing, and, and then you get an idea for the scale of this this structure that they is, built, yeah. and it's enormous. So uh, a lot of plywood went into it, a lot of time. But uh, interesting that you know some people are kind of imitating this in their backyard as you knew they would. But we know that you guys won't do it, and if you do, you certainly won't do it because you heard about it from us. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. What's your last? What's the next one? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah last yeah. last thing. Uh guess what's living in my garage right now. No. Yep. Are you serious? Yep. I okay, did. okay, make it official. Official. I purchased the Chrysler, the 1967 Chrysler Newport Custom. Congratulations, Thank Scott. you very much. That's I drove, awesome. I drove it home last night. Yeah? Yeah. yeah with the, a, with the marine gas? It was fuel a, cell? uh, it was a harrowing ride, I'll tell you that, because it was, <laughs> it was dark, rainy. Yeah. I had my kid with me. It was uh-huh. just a, it was an uncomfortable situation all around, but, uh, my wife swears she could hear me coming two miles away. <laughs> it's uh you've heard you've heard of rolling thunder right yeah mm-hmm. that's what this thing sounds like is it's, that its name it's no 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 it's uh it's it's too cliche it's a little no, it's, uh, it's, but it's a little cliche it's extreme it's very loud very powerful feeling mm-hmm. car um it's pretty awesome we'll we'll talk about it maybe some other time but uh it's incredible i sense a project it's it's got a, it's podcast got a, on the it's horizon got a 440 engine in it and it's got a four barrel carb it's got a performance cam it's got Flowmaster exhaust it's got you know but at the same time there's a lot of other things that you know i didn't realize until the ride home that it doesn't have like well, isn't uh, that always the way a working dash ouch uh the headlights weren't plugged in i had to figure that out you know where the where the connectors were uh-huh. and make sure that works and uh there were two lug nuts on each wheel which I quickly corrected before I drove even. Wow. Um, you know, it was down about a gallon of fluid in the radiator. Not leaking, just didn't have it. Um, there's just, you know, a few things like that, but we should maybe talk about yeah. something like this later. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll get into it. As your, uh, as your podcast colleague, partner in crime and your friend, I do have to point out that, uh, you wanted a project car, buddy. I know. So, <laughs> no, I know. This is one. that's uh, that's the reason it's in my price range. Oh, it's gonna look awesome. It's it gonna, gonna look, look really awesome. cool. Yeah, we'll see about getting some photos posted of it. Well, I don't want to keep uh, keep you here anymore because I know that you've got to get back to that garage. That's right. I got to fire it up. Yeah. So uh, in the meantime, we are going to mosey on out of here. I am certainly not going to do a wall of death because uh, I am not a trained professional. You know what? I'd do it on a moped or something like that. I think if it was small, but not the scale these guys do. You're a braver man than I, my friend. <laughs> I'd um, have to inspect the structure too. Yeah. So if you guys have any experience with the wall of death and you'd like to talk to us about it, you can find us on Facebook at Car Stuff, Twitter at Car Stuff 
HSW. Uh, you can also check in with Scott's awesome blog. Uh, we got pretty much, I mean, we don't have everything about cars on our website, but we're certainly trying. Oh, no, it's everything. Oh, it is everything? It's, it's, it's official. Absolutely everything. Oh, yeah, that was last Wednesday. Yeah. I think we <laughs> no, no, everything. I'm just kidding. Yeah. There, are, there are a few things we don't have, but we're working on them. And you know what? Listeners are being really good about writing in with requests. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to uh, make a request for us, tell us a story, tell us a joke, or correct us on something, we'd love all the email we get, please send us one at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.